0: Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan, and I'm Taylor. We
1: will be discussing two shows that I will be amazed with us if we are able to find a connecting thread. <laughs> but I feel like we're able to do it, kind of a lot. So we can, we might be able to do it. But we watched Unsolved mysteries the new episodes that netflix created and then we also watched expecting amy on hbo max all right tv news what do you have jordan
0: well um the first thing i have um did you hear about hbo max is doing like kind of a calm
1: app but on TV? (sighs) Yes, that's, like, the one thing I have, basically. Oh, no. It's so exciting. I know. It's a really good idea.
0: The article I was reading, I was reading the, I saved the AV Club article of it, and they were being kind of snarky. They're like, also, what a great way to make it look like viewers are watching HBO Max for eight hours a night. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, true. Pretty good idea. But the names that they have of people doing it are, like, kind of a big deal. Yeah.
1: Mahershala. That is the first one I was thinking, because I was like, okay, that is the most calming voice I can think of. Yeah. Well, and then Zoe Kravitz is another one, and she also, like, those two, it's just like, and with Harry Styles on the regular Calm app,
0: mm-hmm. I think I will
1: be set. Have you been listening to the Harry Styles on the Calm app? I haven't yet, because you have to have a subscription to listen oh. to his. There's like, I can do like a free trial, but I've been waiting for like a, a special week. And I think it might be starting tonight because I've been actually having a lot of trouble sleeping. Wow. But. So perfect. I, I do listen to the free Calm app. I literally listened to one last night. So like this stuff is my favorite. Dang. That's so unfair that they put that as subscription, but it is premium I content, know. I guess. It's it's premium. Very premium. It's called a World of Calm. I'm very intrigued what the visuals will be.
0: Okay, so I've never used the Calm app, so it comes with like kind of a little visualization color y kind of stuff of Yeah, the- with the
1: Calm app, there's usually like at least like a photo back backdrop that like matches kind of the story. Um, but I would think there might be even more of a visual side of it since it's on TV. But I don't know. That that's interesting. I know because you I mean if it's trying to help you go to sleep then
0: it's like you don't want to have too distracting of a visual I guess
1: yeah hmm mm-hmm.
0: yeah I'm interested to hear more about that for sure especially Me because too. we both already have HBO Max
1: I know there'll be 10 episodes
0: okay cool I hope I dang I'm just so curious because it is like it counts as a season I guess yeah
1: very interesting I kind of hope it's like um some of like the ASMR videos that I think like um Hollywood Reporter has made before with celebrities and it like oh. is just like interviewing the, the celebrity and it's like black and white. I don't know. That's just my two cents and maybe they should do it. That like would be that. very
0: cool. Well, I mean, I can't help but remember Zoe Kravitz's Super Bowl commercial
1: true she's already proven that she's good at asmr yeah exactly Hmm. very intriguing i'm very excited about that i didn't read too much about this but ryan gosling is gonna be in a netflix movie with chris evans and it's create like with the creators or the writers and directors of avengers end game i i honestly don't i don't have a comment
0: (laughs) That is all I know, is that Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans are going to be in a Netflix movie.
1: Yeah, and, like, I know that it's going to cost a lot of money, but that's all I know, too.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's not even enough, or, I mean, there's too many to even count, I feel like, of, like, now suddenly A-list stars that are going to be in Netflix things. Mm-hmm. Um, just 'cause Just because that's kind of the new
1: normal. Well... And another one was just announced today that Denzel Washington and Julia Roberts are going to be on a Netflix movie, too. Yeah, that
0: is the one that's freshest in my mind, because it's like... I guess, I mean, Julia Roberts is now kind of in the streaming game with Homecoming and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, pretty huge deal. I'm excited, even though... Sometimes these headlines. I'm excited for the headlines, but then I never watch the thing as we've talked about before, like yeah. reunions. But Happy Endings is doing a Zoom call with those characters.
1: Oh, fun. Yeah, that's and
0: I—that's like, like a good one because that one that show ended abruptly, right? Exactly. Yeah. So there is more excitement than the shows to me personally that like had kind of a super long run, and we just like have fond memories of the show. Mm-hmm. Whereas Happy Endings ended really, really. Shortly, yeah, so that'll be fun, and the cast too are all very like fun, funny people in their real lives, and so I feel like it'll be fun to watch them get back together.
1: Yeah, what even is Alicia Cuthbert up to these days?
0: I know she was kind of like almost an it girl in the 2000s. Um, I haven't
1: even thought about her for a while. That'll be interesting,
0: yeah, it'll be very interesting. Um and the lead guy, whose name I don't even really remember, he he is, like, the least famous of them all. And so, like, it'll just be interesting to see them, because it's like, where have you guys been? Yeah. Um, but, yeah,
1: they're, they're super fun, so I'm very excited for that. You'll have to update me. I never watched Happy Endings. I just feel like I know a decent amount about it.
0: Totally. And,
1: I mean... It's really good, but it is also similar to a lot of things, and
0: like you know the actors well enough that you yeah. can probably get the vibe. Um, but yeah, it'll be really funny, I'm sure.
1: The only other news that I have is it's the same thing, it's just like a headline I am interested in, but I don't watch the show. But Tyra Banks is going to be the new host of Dancing with the Stars
0: yes i honestly (laughs) i forgot that that was like news dropped this week
1: i was expecting you to share it
0: yeah um (laughs) i mean i i i have a i feel like i feel really weird about tyra banks i love top model obviously i consider myself almost an expert at it but i don't really i don't love tyra and yeah. the sitch- I I mean and I also don't know really anything. I've the only time I've watched Dancing with the Stars is once with my grandma. <laughs> and um <laughs> what a special memory. <laughs> it really what a nice time. <laughs> um I don't even remember who the stars were. <laughs> but but was um dancing. Yeah, but the, the and I don't have any so I don't have a lot of context for this, but I saw a tweet that one of our publications retweeted whether it was Hollywood Reporter or Variety or whatever they retweeted like a tv writer who was like wow loyalty gets you nothing or something like hinting that Tom Bergeron was totally
1: screwed over I was trying to I couldn't really figure out what exactly happened
0: I know it's very interesting and I I mean I haven't really heard anything else so I feel like even if he like were screwed over it sounds like Tom Bergeron's like being classy about it and isn't really saying anything Mm -hmm. um but it is kind of weird because even though i don't watch dancing with the stars or really know much about it at all like he is really the face of the show yeah so it's kind of it's kind of crazy especially like if the typical demographic is like older people i'm like will they even care about tyra banks at all no idea so it's just it's very odd like, it's, mm-hmm. it's weirder than it even seems at first to me. Like, yeah. it's just strange.
1: I want, like, this... It's times like these where I want, like, a fanatic of, like, someone who watches Dancing with the Stars religiously to kind of give me a five-minute elevator spiel of what happened. Because I feel like it's juicy and I want to know, but I don't want to spend the time researching it on the internet. Totally. And I feel like if there had been... For example,
0: like allegations against uh Tom Bergeron or something, or like they wanting them wanting to have like a person of color being the new host or something like that. I feel like we would have like heard
1: stuff yeah about so Tom too. Bergeron,
0: and it doesn't really seem like that was the case at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. And it, it also is weird because Tyra is seems kind of like the person at the stage in her career that she would be more likely to be like a contestant on the show
1: than the host
0: (laughs) so it's kind of like i don't i just don't get it i don't i don't know
1: i don't know i don't know either
0: but yeah i'm definitely intrigued by it though i would like to i would like more information
1: yeah all right so expecting amy because our top three kind of loosely is based off of expecting amy but in expecting Amy I feel like I've said that so many times <laughs> um it, we're
0: getting paid by the t- the times we mentioned the title
1: <laughs> yeah Amy herself is paying me um so we get kind of get well not kind of we do get like an insider's view into like Amy's life the past like two years I would say um and there's kind of there's like a whole episode that's kind of dedicated to her wedding which um I loved because A John early married her and her now husband and I've always wanted to see I feel like I've seen a little bit of clips in here and there but I it was fun to see it again and It was also just interesting and fun to see all of the guests and Aidy Bryant and Vanessa Byers gave a toast and Jake Gyllenhaal gives a toast and Jennifer Lawrence gives a toast and Bridget Everett sings. Anyway, it it was just like an interesting thing to watch. And I was like, we have to do a top three about weddings because shockingly, we haven't yet even even for four weddings and a
0: funeral we didn't just realizing we're crazy. that but you know we got to save it for this which i really like
1: yeah it's perfect so we thought it would be fun to say who we'd want to marry us who we'd want as a maid of honor and who we want as a best man because we're so controlling we can choose our groom's best man well, I mean, it seems like that's
0: what Amy did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I would choose Jake Gyllenhaal at a, for my husband's best man too, if he wasn't—if Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't already going to be my husband. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Do you want to go first?
0: Sure. um Should we do it one at a time, like, like sure. instead? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Start with I, best
1: man because men are men are at the bottom of the totem pole.
0: Uh, great.
1: <laughs> Couldn't agree more.
0: <laughs> and that's the one I, well, whatever. Okay. Okay. So my best man, I picked Roman Roy. <gasps> oh, what a good one. Thank you. I I mostly picked him because he's just like something, a theme for my uh, wedding party here will be how quippy they are. Because, to me, that's what makes the most enjoyable speech or toast. Very important. So, he's extremely quippy, full of one-liners. Um, he also has a sensitive side. But I the one thing that I'm worried about with him is that he's, like, a little uncontrollable. And he might tell, like, a little too many, like, nightmare stories from the past. Like, just to be True. kind of crazy.
1: So... He might be kind of a wild card, but... But remember how embarrassed he was over Kendall's performance at his dad's birthday party.
0: That is a really good point. He does... So I think he
1: knows, like, appropriateness.
0: Yes. And this would be an event, not necessarily of, like, his own family, Mm -hmm. because I don't really anticipate marrying any of his brothers. Um... So it would be like he's a guest. So he probably he does. Ha- he is like he is from this like super, super wealthy, upper class family. He does respect etiquette some of the time.
1: Yeah. So
0: that's a great point. So, yeah. OK, that makes me feel fully confident
1: yeah, in my choice. I think that's a great answer. Thank you. Um, My best man. I chose Schmidt from New Girl. Oh, um, well,
0: just like he's any situation like this. He is the dream guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think everyone knows that the groomsmen don't actually do any work. So I think, like, for me, it was, like, who will give the best toast? And funny, be funny, and but also could be a little bit serious and, like, sweet. So I think that Schmidt is a good combo of those things. Totally. And he also does respect a social function. Yes,
0: exactly wow that's a perfect answer thank you mm-hmm. okay so for my maid of honor kind of on a similar vein as far as quippy goes um, I picked Veronica Mars um, because she is again totally like the one liner queen she's got those jokes that would be she'd be a crowd pleaser for sure um she's also not like she doesn't get very very emotional but she's sincere so that would be the perfect toast and she's really fun so she's great at a party but also she's reliable with tasks because while the groomsmen don't really do anything the maid of honor has a lot to do and just like running stuff at the reception and everything like that and so she I could totally trust with giving
1: her a job to do Definitely. I like that. I feel like mine is more of only task oriented and isn't as um fun. So I'm glad you found someone who's a good combo of both. Thank you. I wish I had more to say about her, but because I've never watched Veronica Mars. But it's played by Kristen Bell, so I can kind of envision it. Totally. I mean, I feel like that's kind of the charm
0: of Veronica Mars is that she is pretty much the Kristen we know and love you know
1: yeah exactly and
0: she would Kristen Bell herself would be an amazing maid of honor
1: oh yeah amazing okay my maid of honor is Marnie from Girls oh yes okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is all coming together in my head
1: <laughs> she's just like um, very goal oriented can um she has the ability she doesn't do it very often but when she's faced with something like a wedding for someone else she will focus all of her energy and attention on that thing and make sure it is done and done well um so although I think she can sometimes be a little selfish and also is not that fun um I don't think that those things would be shown at my wedding Ideally, no,
0: I agree, and I also feel like in a short uh duration of time, she can kind of appear like she's having fun, like she could kind of fake it, yeah. And so she could kind of like get things going, Mm -hmm. um, the dancing and stuff, Um, yeah. And then and then move people along, yes. And then like kind of and then move quickly, like once it started there, she'll like gravitate to her next responsibility and stuff, exactly. Yeah, I think that would be, it would be a very um, well-run reception, which is great. Thank you.
1: That's all I could ever want.
0: (laughs) Well, it's like, yeah, you don't want it to to descend into chaos, and she would not let that happen.
1: Yeah. The
0: person that I chose to marry my husband and I... Um, this one, I actually don't really have a lot of reasons. It just felt really right, and I think would be hilarious. I picked Kelly from Insecure, who's played Ooh. by Natasha Rothwell. Um, She'd be amazing, right? I just feel like I feel like there are scenes where she's kind of like she loves being the center of attention, but also in that like authoritative way um and she's hilarious and so mm-hmm. i mean i kind of was inspired a little bit by john early his marrying of amy and chris mm-hmm. and so i don't know i just i couldn't get it out of my mind once i thought of her and i was like cracking up just imagining it i love it i think it's brilliant thank you i love her she and she's amazing also i didn't realize how that she directed like several episodes of this last season of Insecure. Oh, did she? Yeah. I need to look up specifically which ones, but, um, I mean,
1: every episode was basically perfect. So seriously, I would come to your wedding and I would stay the whole time. Wow. That's really saying something. Cause I don't, I don't always like to do that. You know, it's pretty rare, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, the first person I thought of to be ordained and to marry me of course, was Elliot from Search Party, but I did feel like that was cheating. Since it is cheating, <laughs> I <don't
0: know. laughs> that I think we'll
1: just know in our hearts that's the top, that's the ultimate choice. That's the ultimate choice. Um, and now that we know that John Early is open to marrying people while in character, it could definitely possibly happen. You know, seriously, you could like you could save
0: on so many other parts of your wedding that like aren't really that big of a deal and yeah just put like most of your budget honestly yeah iphone photography worth it seriously i mean and you could find like some like
1: cheap dress that's cute yeah and just like a whole a chick-fil-a nugget trade cake and food
0: seriously
1: (laughs) oh that sounds amazing um so i chose mindy from the mindy project (sighs) she would
0: honestly i think that i can see that in her life like being so happy to do that
1: oh totally i feel like she was like born to do that
0: now i i really want mindy herself to like be ordained and, and marry people i feel like she probably has right I, you know, you're probably right. For some reason,
1: I can like picture it so well that part of me feels like it has happened and I've (laughs) seen like photographic evidence of it, but I don't really think that that's true.
0: I don't know. I feel like that does sound right. Or is it just like so perfect that it has to be real now?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. We'll
0: have to do some research after this. Wow, what a dream.
1: Yeah, fun weddings. Very, very fun. Okay, so on that topic, expecting Amy. Do you want to give, like, a brief overview of what it is?
0: Yes, and um, if there are some details that maybe... Because I feel like I didn't even... I didn't know about this until very recently, so you actually may know more of the background than I do. Um, but basically, Amy and her husband have been, like, documenting... Um, Ever since they got married, like just kind of doing their own footage and doing like home videos. And so it covers her starting her most recent tour, comedy tour, and her like preparing and filming her Netflix special while also her being pregnant and them finding out they're pregnant. And that kind of like basically that's like what was going on their last two years or so. And so it's all like footage that they did themselves and i loved it i thought it was extremely um compelling and i really feel like um i ended up like knowing them and a lot of people in their lives like very well personally Mm -hmm. um and i feel like even if you're kind of like a skeptic of amy schumer i know she has a lot of people that like either don't like her comedy or don't like her as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, and I, I, I wonder, I know that sometimes it's because people accuse her kind of of like, they don't like the quote unquote, like cool girl or whatever that like they think she's trying to be or something. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she was vulnerable in a way that like surprised me. Yeah. Um, And I was really impressed, especially as it went on because she was in the news for her pregnancy a lot because she said it was like an extremely hard pregnancy and it was I think what was crazy is that yeah it was hard it was like nightmarish but in a way that I think a lot of women do it like it's not that uncommon and mm-hmm. so it was just like and she like owned up to that it wasn't like she was doing it to be like oh boohoo look how much I suffered it's like I'm suffering, but this is, like, a normal amount of suffering for a pregnancy. Yeah,
1: like, one of, the one of like, the big things I remember her saying was, like, I don't resent being pregnant, but I resent the fact that no one ever told me that it was this terrible. And that, like, no one ever talks about this. And that women just, like, do this and, like, put a smile on their faces and, like, don't talk about this.
0: Exactly. Like, she basically was nauseous and vomiting for all nine months. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And they never really said like, oh, this is like really rare or this is a a condition that only you have. It was, they never really said that. It was just kind of like,
1: this is a type of pregnancy that a lot of women go through. Mm -hmm. She did have some sort of condition that they were able to like diagnose her with towards the end
0: oh yeah it was like along the lines of endometriosis I want to say which I which is again I I hear of a lot of like girls our age who have that and like that's it can be like traumatic for girls in their periods but Mm -hmm. it's also not even that rare but it's like really horrible yeah and it was I it was just really um good I feel like I think something that was unique to the special and it's it's a 3 episode mini series basically. But um what I thought was really cool was like not a, it yes she's going through this and they talk a lot about um her husband's Asperger's um which she also talks about in the special but it was really fun kind of seeing the behind the scenes of her jokes evolving mm-hmm. with that But, and so it's, like, there are, like, unique circumstances, but it also felt like there were a lot of universal truths about, like, being in a relationship and starting a family Mm -hmm. that I found, even though, like, I'm not married, I don't have kids, but I felt like there were a lot of relatable things in there.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I felt like that, too, and I just, I thought it was just, like, really refreshing and also... The only other thing I would add is that they, like, took all this video footage without really having a plan of what they were going to do with it, which I think is interesting. And then they kind of decided to throw it all together and make this. And I was just surprised that it was able to, like, flow so well and still be able to, like, tell such a uh, – it was, like, great at telling a story. And Yeah, that is really impressive. Yeah, I wasn't really expecting to, like, feel that emotional or, like, a connection to any of it since it was mostly about pregnancy and then also about um, her relationship with her new husband. But I, like, I totally did feel a lot of things while watching it, and um, I just thought it was, like, pretty special that we got to, like, have that, like, insider peek to it and a lot of it is literally just filmed on their like iPhones with like the two of them. So, I thought like it's not like a posed documentary situation really either. It was like pretty raw and like real. At least I think so. I know. <laughs> Unless well, they're really good at faking it.
0: <laughs> if 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 it was if any parts were staged or fake, like then they should be considering doing like dramatic acting roles because they were very good i um yeah it's like there were several parts of this that were extremely unflattering both physically and (laughs) like emotionally not unflattering but you know what i mean like it was it was very to me it read as very true vulnerability and Mm -hmm. i think too in a different way than we've come to expect from her Mm-hmm. Which was cool, especially because I think that some parts that I really related to were were things like she and this is I mean, she doesn't really go into this, but she comes I think she comes across as being like she's vulnerable in that she can like make fun of her appearance. And that's kind of her kind of sense of humor and stuff. But there's still like it's still a little bit surface level, like it's still very controlled. And there were parts when she's having arguments with her husband or, and or like being really scared when like maybe the scene before she'd kind of just been laughing it off but then you get to see that she's like oh she just didn't really want to that's not her instinct to show that Mm -hmm. and then she actually did reveal a lot about herself and not in the way that she does in her stand-up you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that like really rang true to me and um I don't know. I thought, it. I, even though I was already, I already considered myself a fan, but I it made me see her even more as a real person, and I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah. And then lastly, I think it also shows um, a really great insight into the kind of work it takes to create a stand-up show. Um, I thought that was very interesting and... I really haven't looked into that process, so I thought that that was really fascinating as well. Totally agree. It's, um,
0: it's so interesting because I think that the best stand-up comedians make it seem so off the cuff, mm-hmm. and like unrehearsed and stuff. But like the I the part that was so interesting when she was like. Oh, I think I added five minutes, which is so rare, usually, to my to my show. Like, usually it's like, oh, if I change a joke, it adds, like, a second. Yeah, it's like a line. Yeah. And so that was really cool. There really, there honestly wasn't a part of the show that was dull to me. Like, it all, mm, yeah. it was all very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. It was all very interesting. I never really tuned out. I never was really doing anything else. Um, the only thing I will say is that, I was afraid that it was going to be just a lot of her throwing up, which it is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, like, it is a little bit too much at times. Like, I don't need to see the actual throw up. I believe you. But I think it does a great job of, like, getting the point across, I guess. For sure. And,
0: like, it's usually for me just hearing the retching noise is, is like, gross enough but so there are some shots where i was like oh gosh but you know i
1: just looked away and yeah. moved on with my life <laughs> yeah so that's literally the only thing the only bad thing i have to say about it which mm-hmm. it's pretty good i would say
0: totally i would like to hear from like if you're not an amy schumer fan i would like to hear what you think of it really
1: yeah i feel i from my experience i feel like most people who say they're not an Amy Schumer fan are people who have never really watched anything she's actually done other than, mm. like, acting. Yeah, but, that makes sense. Um, that could be a generalization. I don't know. But I, that's kind of how I felt about, I've felt from talking to people. That
0: makes sense. And, um, like, it's almost the media's fault. Yeah. Which I've, I was actually remembering while I was watching this, like, remember how she just kind of, like, blew up her show? Like, her show suddenly was, like, everywhere mm-hmm. Um, back when she first started on Comedy mm-hmm. Central. And I remember kind of being like, okay, like, I get it. I- well, Amy Schumer is, like, the new big thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just kind of, like, an unfortunate reaction that we often have when someone's, like, suddenly in the news a lot. Mm-hmm. and And it does happen much more to women than it does to men like, let's face it. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I really thought, especially because like when it first starts, I, you don't really, I didn't really expect how real it was going to get throughout it. And so maybe when you first start it, you might think like, oh, like it's just Just like
1: another Amy Schumer thing.
0: Yeah, totally. Because I do feel like it starts out her sense of humor. It's like, it's more along the lines of what she does for her shows and stuff. Yeah. And then it like it doesn't take long though to get into like real real stuff. And yeah. It's really good.
1: Good. I'm glad you liked it. I wasn't sure if you would or not, so glad we we're on the same page. Totally. I yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was
0: really good and made me grateful that there are people out there that document stuff like
1: that. Yeah, me too. I think that is really smart and like, she got two specials out of one, basically. Yeah, seriously. Which is interesting.
0: <laughs> it is very interesting. Because she's, like,
1: shooting this special while she's, like, I think I'm going to do a Netflix special.
0: <laughs> I It was really interesting. I was, like, that is so, it's cool that, I mean, not that, I don't think it would have changed it if she had released this on Netflix. Like, the, I don't think that, like, it would have become any less good, necessarily. Mm-hmm. But it is just interesting that it's, like, She's, like, on the phone with Netflix, and it's like, but this is, like, an HBO Max original now. Like, it's just very interesting.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, for sure. Speaking of interesting. (laughs) Those are tie. They're both interesting. (laughs) It's perfect. Uh, um, Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. I remember reading that they were going to drop new episodes. But it felt like I read that, and then people were already watching it, and I had like already missed that they were dropped. I never really felt like I was prepared for these. Mm-mm. I didn't
0: even see them, or was I was not aware of them until you told me about it.
1: I've seen a few people talking about it. I think Mindy Kaling is one of them. There are six episodes. It looks like they might drop more, but... I was actually confused
0: because at first I looked at IMDb first and it did say 10 but then I was like oh there's only 6 available
1: mm-hmm. yeah I don't know what that's about oh well Um. so every episode kind of c- covers another unsolved mystery I would say my favorite ones were the first episode with the rooftop and then the third episode which is all in um, French because it takes place in France
0: yeah, I actually had to rewind a couple times because I realized that I had been looking at my phone and I had missed like a big chunk.
1: So pay attention because it's literally all in French and subtitles. Yeah, I had to like, I had to watch them out of order because when I got to the French episode, I was in the middle of doing something and I was like, oh, I need to like, you have to have your eyes on the screen the whole time. So I like, I watched them a little bit out of order. Which of that which
0: you can totally do. They're all self-contained.
1: Yeah, exactly. Choose your own adventure.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I would say those two were the strongest as well. Um, I mean, actually, when I'm looking back at the list, I don't think there was any one that I disliked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I actually really liked the UFO one, too. Yeah, um, that one
1: was very interesting. Yeah, especially because it was
0: very different from any of the other ones. Most of the other ones involved... A missing person who ended up dying and that they're fi- them like finding their body and um also like i feel like most of the other ones had a pretty clear like they knew who did it in some of the cases yeah. so that was kind of interesting but it's like it's heartbreaking because there's nothing really anyone can do mm-hmm. and without like further proof um so i i guess that's true that it seems like we both gravitated the ones that stuck with us more were the ones where it was like a true mystery, Mm -hmm. even though the French one, but I mean, it's just, we still don't know for sure. There's like a prime suspect. Yes. But it's it's crazy that he, yeah, it's crazy. Right. (laughs) But, but I know what you were about to say and it really is (laughs) nuts. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I liked that the the UFO one stuck out because it was like super different from all the other ones. Mm -hmm. And, was extremely interesting and and sad in its own way, but it wasn't as much of a downer as the other ones. So it was kind of like a nice reprieve, kind of in the middle. Yeah, yeah, super interesting.
1: The there's one that talks about um, Alonzo Brooks, and I definitely remember hearing about that one in the media. But that was the only one I had remembered. You know, his name
0: sounded familiar to me, but I didn't know any of those details that yeah. they told that one there were some that straight up made me cry like Mm -hmm. that one was so sad it's just like seeing all these situations where like this person could still be alive if if like just one thing had changed you know Mm -hmm. yeah and hearing about I think most I think all the people that went missing and then were murdered um were like pretty beloved too which always Mm -hmm. is like so heartbreaking yeah one thing i i since i knew so little about the show before i started watching i was kind of like okay so are these is this going to be like documentary presentation or is it like reenact like a dramatization of the
1: story and so i was Mm -hmm. glad
0: to see that it was like documentary with like interviewing the real people involved and stuff Mm -hmm.
1: yeah the only i would say the only thing that really bothered me was they would take a very long time to like like lead into like what actually happened and then like at the very end i felt like they were super rushed and being like oh and then we also knew this and this and this and this and this and also this had happened the night before which is why it makes what happened even more of a big deal and it was just like i felt like necessary information and like um evidence was kind of presented just at the very very end and i didn't really like that format but I do understand it kind of helped build the story and like the built anticipation for it I guess yeah I
0: get that I feel like when it's a fictional story you can do that but when it's real people it's kind of like this is already such a crazy story that we don't need you to like kind of manufacturer uh Mm -hmm. manufacture any craziness um I think now that you say that that's how i felt a little bit about the one with the the mom and then how kind of like halfway through the episode we find out about her like creepy husband Uh and that was kind of i was kind of like oh he's actually like a huge important character that we didn't really learn about for a while Uh um and like the stuff he ended up saying was so crazy that they could have That in itself would have been, like, a big climax for the episode.
1: Exactly. In my
0: opinion. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree with what you said.
1: Yeah. But still, I I thought they were all great, and I would definitely recommend them to anyone who is interested in true crime, which is most people nowadays, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I feel like it wasn't super sensationalized true crime either. Mm Mm-hmm. Like they I don't except for like the kind of the structuring of some like the like those key points like we're talking about, mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't um try and like make it overly graphic. like I feel like they didn't try to like over glamorize any violence or anything like that. It was very straightforward, which I kind of appreciated. I feel like that opens the doors for. Some people who they might be interested in true crime, but they don't, like, deal with violence well or anything like that.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Like, I think that pretty much anyone could handle these.
1: Yep, yeah, it was pretty tame. What we watched this week does make it a little tricky for Crush of the Week, but I'm excited to hear who yours is. Oh, gosh. I forgot about
0: Crush of the Week. Um, But you know what? I will say... I'm going to say that my crush of the week is Chris Fisher, Amy Schumer's husband.
1: Great answer.
0: Yeah. I thought he was really cute. Um, I liked learning more about him from him, mm-hmm. um, which I think is rare when you have a celebrity who's married to someone who's not famous. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really fun because I actually, I don't really think about it that much, but I actually am very intrigued intrigued by couples like that and he was a super interesting person and i hadn't realized actually that he had his he got his diagnosis of asperger's so late in his life
1: yeah like after they
0: were married yeah like i had kind of thought that he had always known that he was on the spectrum mm-hmm. or something and so that was really fascinating hearing his take on that i feel like that kind of stuff has been on my mind a lot recently and it was really really interesting um and i he, like, loves Amy so much, but is also, like, he puts up with all the stuff she puts him through, and they, it was, it was like, really admirable seeing them work through stuff, and I really liked them a lot. And yeah, I really, the,
1: appreci- I appreciated that he, like, he did his own, like, interviews at some points, and he was, like, the person behind the camera at a lot of, a lot of the time, and, yeah, I thought it was great that we got to see him so much and get a little peek into who he is and uh I also thought it was really great that he was like willing to share his experience my crush of the week I'm choosing Hugh Grant because I just watched Notting Hill for the first time ever in my whole life oh wow yeah I think there were some scenes where he was like wearing glasses and I was just like because I really I've always thought that he's like an attractive older man, but I've never really thought that much of it, but there were some scenes where I was like, "Oh." Okay. So that's all. I was just excited to finally see that scene that um it's sad that I even associate this with this, but cuz most people have probably seen this movie and are like, "Taylor, you're dumb." But Harry Styles in a carpool karaoke does the whole scene with James Corden. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her and I've always thought I need to go back and watch that movie that that's from and now I finally did
0: wow doesn't it feel so productive to check one of those like long lost classics off your list yeah it really does and it like I love the feeling of like unlocking a door to even more
1: pop culture references you know Exactly. There was, yeah, there were a few where I was like, oh, yeah, that's where that's from. I mean, same, I watched Clueless um, yesterday because it was like the 25th anniversary. And even watching that, it's been a while since I watched it. And it's like, there are so many things that we get from that. And it's, it's so fun. Yeah, it's so fun
0: to watch those things that are basically like a foundation for So many future things, especially fun since uh, we watched Emma not that long ago. Also, another reason why I
1: really wanted to watch it. Yeah. So amazing. All right. Well, two interesting shows for all of you guys to watch.
0: I was thinking of the bridge. uh, One of the bridges could be like they're both reality based.
1: That's true, actually. Yeah. So like documentary type mm -hmm. shows yeah they're basically the same thing
0: yeah the unsolved mysteries of amy schumer
1: (laughs) (laughs) expecting mysteries to be unsolved expecting answers yeah (laughs) i mean pregnancy alone is a big unsolved mystery really so
0: oh yeah well in like relationships yeah there's an unsolved mystery for (laughs) you yeah sounds like yeah, like an old, to solve an it, old sassy
1: broad <laughs> <laughs> i love uh. it all right goodbye bye